It's Wes and Andy. Welcome to a Tuesday night random fandom for the week of September 28th, 2023. Episode number 33. Only 33. You think we had done one or two of these? Once or twice. <laughs> uh, tonight. What's on the docket tonight? I don't know. We got a lot of stuff. We got lots of stuff. We got some last minute stuff. We got forewarn uh, me that there's going to be a significant amount of uh, toy talk. There is. There was a lot coming out of uh, PulseCon 2023. Hasbro PulseCon. Oh, that was a big one. They're going to kill my wallet. Like every 10 minutes, I was getting a message. Uh, Andy has sent a message. Oh, look, a new action figure. <laughs> oh, look, another one, another one, another one. <laughs> Some of them actually got my attention. So I'm oh. looking I'm looking forward to having that discussion. I think a lot of them got a lot of people's attention based on the pre-orders that are already sold out. Uh, and... I mean, you'll never get away from that reuse, whether it's a body or reissue, which some of these are, yeah. but, but there's, they're trying to make it. I mean, if you didn't, they're trying to make it worth your while. If you didn't go in on it the first time yeah. to, to tantalize you a little more so that I'm looking forward to getting to that. Yeah. I guess before we get to anything though, we should probably open up tonight's show with another round of uh random fandom trivia. All right, what are we going to talk about this week? So, what do you got? I, I got one for you. Uh, on this day Ooh, in oh. 1982, September 26, 1982. Did I say the 28th? I don't know. I think I did. Is it the 26th today? I hope so. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the 26th. Do over. Do over. Hey, it's us. Uh, Random Fandom Tuesday for the week of <laughs> September 26th, 2023. Close enough. I need to wear my glasses when we do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway on right, september yeah. 26 1982 sure shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist premiered on nbc <gasps> oh that is so easy i thought it might be an easy one one man can make a difference Red says, time is a weird soup. Time is a weird soup. Red, haven't seen you in a couple weeks, my friend. Glad to see you back, by the way. Opal as well, in your neck of the woods. Listen, I love this show. I thought you might. And I might actually be one of the few people that really, really, really enjoyed the latest reboot. Unfortunately, it didn't last, but it was good. Um, it's Night Rider. It is. Oh, Rider. it's Night Rider. <laughs> uh, there is. Knight. Oh, the Hoff and yeah. that car. Oh, that car. Yeah. The voice kit was provided by William Daniels. Uh, Higgy Baby. Yeah. He, he never Higgy got credit Baby. for it, though. That's all, too bad. All 84 episodes. Well, he didn't get a credit in he the. He didn't get credit during its run, but uh, afterwards he did. I uh, think. He also played Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World. That's right. I still think of him as Higgins or uh, Robin Masters, if you prefer. True. 
Yep. Man, oh man, I love Knight Rider. Now I want to go back and watch. Did you it see again. the reboot? I, I mean, there's the so there was Knight Rider enjoys this weird, this weird place in pop culture where it's inspired some other shows that have used the name, but n- very few. And I would say this last one, like Nightboat. Oh, that's the Simpsons. Not that bad, but <laughs> that was like Knight Rider Force. Okay, that was Knight Rider Two Thousand. And then this last one, this last, last one with uh, uh, a Knight Rider where they basically uh, leaned into G, uh, sorry, they got away from GM. Ford actually uh, provided the car. The new kit was a, a Ford Mustang. Really? Voiced by Val Kilmer. Hmm. It was good. I wonder why everyone good. wanted to go with the Mustang. Like they, they changed Bumblebee to a Mustang. No, Bumblebee no, became a, a Camaro. Camaro, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from a Beetle. From a muscle to- car. Beetle to a Camaro. Well, but it was a modern, the, the new Knight Rider was a modern Mustang. Okay. And it was good. It was still kit, but it was the Knight Industries 3000. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you, it was on Netflix uh, way back when when we first got Netflix. I mean, almost a decade ago. Um, it was one of those shows. And I'm like, oh, there's the the rebooted Knight Rider. I'm, I'm going to give that a go. If you have not seen it, if you are a Knight Rider fan, I recommend this one. I absolutely recommend this one. You may not, you know, your mileage will vary. Fair enough. But it's worth a watch. Well, speaking of Netflix, oh, uh, they just released the trailer for uh, season two of Squid Game. I'm going to have to watch season one before I, I can weigh in on this. I haven't seen season one either. Um, how do you feel about it? Uh, I'm definitely going to give it a watch at some point. I just have to actually sit down and do it. Um, The concept sure why not i mean most extreme elimination challenge is is yeah. like one step away from this mxc <laughs> with all of its glorious vo <laughs> yes the vo is what makes it but yeah uh we've linked to the trailer in the show notes so if you want to go check it out for yourself nice but, uh, it is coming to netflix on november 22nd nice yeah I'm, yeah, I didn't watch the first one, so I, I, I don't. I haven't seen I all. Know. All I've seen is the memes with the. This is a this is a Korean production, is it not? I don't know, but I, I think believe so. that it's a Korean. Korean Netflix has made some interesting stuff. They made one earlier this year, where it was basically like a, a strength, and endurance competition, hmm. um, and it was good. It was really good. Hmm. Well, this next one, uh, we're getting more images and uh, it's already been reviewed as some folks have already seen it at the film festival. <laughs> the Toxic Avenger. The new Toxic Avenger. Yes. Follows uh, Peter Dinklage's Winston, who struggles to be a supportive stepfather to young Wade, played by Jacob Trombley. Uh, his life outside the house is pretty simple. He's just a janitor at the mega company BTH. So, you know, janitor, yeah, gets him his mop. Good yep, enough. Yep. Um, He's trying to keep his own nose clean and maintain order. But uh, when Wade's mother dies, you know, he discovers uh, he's got a brain problem that's going to kill him within less than a year. And it goes from there. So I think it's cool. Um, first of all, I think it's cool that uh, Elijah Wood and Peter Dinklage are in it because those guys um, are not afraid to do weird offbeat stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's great because, I mean, Elijah Wood, you know, had to really break out from uh from being a hobbit so i mean i mean he's halfway to Gollum in this photo here it's <laughs> like halfway between he's on Gollum his way back and, uh danny devito's penguin on his way back to middle earth right now yeah <laughs> but no not afraid to do weird and this definitely falls into weird i read something that said this this one doesn't 
exactly live up to the old trauma. No, uh, the the first review coming out of uh, I think it was IGN. Sure, um, they're giving it like a six out of ten. Yeah, I guess it's a pretty slow burn to get to the actual toxic oh, that's fair. part, but they lay down some good groundwork, and I guess it's got lots of gore and well, know. no shot of uh, toxic in there. So no, that's... not yet. They're they're holding that one until yeah, the last possible minute. That could be. That'll be fun. I think. I think so. I mean, everybody wants to see what he compares to. Exactly. How meta will this thing go? Do you think that they will be self-referential? I don't know. If it's anything like other traumas, hopefully it's just goofy and fun. <laughs> will they make a, you know acknowledgement that there was an animated series and indeed a maybe an entire toy line that supported that? <laughs> maybe. <It'd be laughs> I guess it's the other way around. It'd be funny to stumble across that stuff in a like junkyard. Scenario. What I mean, like just somebody's in the background on somebody's shelf, or yeah. Know. But uh, yeah, for all intents and purposes, it's, it's trying to live up to the original and I'm going to watch it. So, all right. So, and this is, wait, you said this is a Netflix uh, film. Uh, no, this is Traumaville. Oh, Traumaville. Yeah. yeah. So, so there'll definitely be lots of uh, physical copies available. I'm sure. Yes, I'm assuming. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's such a weird guy. The guy that owns trauma. Yeah. Um, can't think of his name but he's uh man he's like your old old style like old style he's totally like comes across as like a like a hawkster hmm. kind of like shysty kind of weird guy <laughs> i saw him at a uh at a, at a car show really he, yeah he was there uh showing off because it was some hollywood cars there right so he was kind of there as a an adjacent hmm. uh, to the car show but it was cool it was cool nice this next one I know has you all riled up. <sighs> We've got to save cinema, declares Martin Scorsese. You sent the link over. I read through it, and I i mean, I will admit, because this this felt like, now this was another, what, podcast appearance that he, I believe he so, had yeah. done. He actually laid down some interesting, thought-provoking points about cinema, mm-hmm. um, about people are going to, for, that, and he was right. People are going to forget, you know, like what other types of cinema is that this, that any specifically cites the superhero genre again, that people are going to think that these are the only kinds of movies and that they are not broadening their horizons. But then, but then he goes on and he's like, well, it's not to say that uh, there aren't people like, you know, animators and other people that are doing really good work. So everything you said up to that point was good. But then everything you said after that, you just you just stuck your foot in your mouth. Like when artists are now trying to quantify what is and isn't art, I really feel like they've lost sight. And I think that's what happened. That's what's happening here. Absolutely. Uh, Red says old man yells at cinema. Old man yells at cinema. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of ironic that he's like singling out Christopher Nolan as one to watch when he's responsible for like the dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> but I think Nolan's other work, his other science fiction work or his other well, Oppenheimer most recently. Right. Sure. Sure. Which was, uh, uh, very much based in reality, but like yeah. things like, um, oh my God, the, the, with the work, the buildings folding in half, like, oh my God. Oh, uh, am I Inception? that tired? Yes. Inception. And so that, and then the other, the, the last one where everything moving backwards and yeah, I do like his work. I do like his non 
Batman work. Non-hero related work. <laughs> Non-Batman work. Is that anything to say? That's something. But I don't know. Like I, I, I'm guilty myself of trying to quantify art. Like recently with that Frank Miller cover that came out for Wolverine. Oh yeah. And it's like, I got to remind myself. No, I don't like that style. It's not for you, but that doesn't like, that mean doesn't it's any mean less it's, valid. No. Right. No. It's like the was it the Claremont cover of uh, Captain America where he was like, Check. oh no, that was the Rob Liefeld uh, cover. The pecs on pecs on pecs on pecs. Like, yeah. And I funny agree. enough, he's yeah. done an homage to that with the Sam Wilson Captain America. Oh, really? <laughs> like, in the last couple of weeks, I think it's come out. Yeah. I didn't like it. Doesn't mean that it's not. It doesn't mean that it's not art. No, it's an interpretation. If we can throw buckets of paint at a, a canvas yep. and sell it for millions of dollars, who oh. am I to say what is and what isn't art? Yeah. Honestly. What, what's that other one? It's like a red line. Yeah. And somebody bought it for $3 million. Yeah. I got a couple of those I can sell you. When he said that, you know, and I, I take this stance because what he said when he's like, oh, it's not to say that there aren't these people. You just told all of those people that you said are doing good work. You basically just said that they're not artists. No. That they're not artists. They're just, you know, feeding the machine. Yeah. Well, I hate to inform him, but uh, the machine has already gobbled them up. <laughs> Because if you talk to my kids, they don't want to go see comic book movies. They don't want to go see original cinema. They want the YouTube. Isn't that something, eh? YouTube is just dominant. All right. Good news for us. Yeah. <laughs> like and subscribe, everybody. That's right. But Netflix has got another movie coming. Uh, they've ordered a sequel to, to their very own record-breaking monster movie. Which one? Troll oh, Troll. Really? Yeah. Did you watch the first one? I did. And I'm not sure how they're going to get away with a part two. Was it, it was I, dubbed, right? Um, yeah, it was, yeah, uh, it was dubbed. It was subtitled then. Oh, it was subtitled, not even dubbed. <sighs> but they have ordered a sequel to it. What did you think of this one? I liked it. It was fun. I tried to, I just, I have a hard time. I have a hard time with foreign language films sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it can take me a while. I, I don't like reading a movie. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, nor it, original one uh, directed by Roar Uthag. Okay. Uh, Norwegian monster movie sees the ancient creature awaken from uh, the Drove Mountain, or sorry, Dover Mountain. Yep. My bad. After an explosion, uh, sending him on a destructive path towards Oslo. Oslo. Oh, wow. And yeah, he, he literally just trucks through and destroys stuff. Well, I mean, could be a new troll then? Maybe because, spoiler alert, they kind of kill him at the end of this one. But, but it's the, done well enough. It is it's like, because Ooh. by the end, you're kind of feeling for the troll. You're like, well, it's a rare creature. Do you want to destroy it? Do we preserve yeah, it? Yeah, this is uh, right into that. Now, do they, do they approach it that, that way? Like it's some kind of cryptid? A little bit, yeah. Oh, like that's it's interesting. from, you know, the Norse mythologies and all that. And, sure. And he just happens to wake up when they disturb the mountain. And well, That's interesting. I mean, yeah. I don't think I don't think trolls in this, this sense yeah. have gotten a whole lot of uh, cinema attention. You'd think no, but there's been quite a few like Troll Hunter and whatnot. Troll Hunter, oh, the animated thing? Uh, no, oh, that's trolls. <laughs> yeah, that was trolls. Wrong trolls. These are all mountain. Sorry, trolls. these are all Norwegian mountain trolls. trolls. The little little cutesy things with a hair. Yeah, treasure trolls. <laughs> Wrong kind of trolls. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Fred says, "Can't wait to see troll." Can't wait too. to see troll too. You're gonna have to wait for a little bit because it's expected to start filming some point in 2024. That's cool. So, no rush on it, but uh, 
apparently the sequel will involve a, another figure from Norwegian folklore. Yep. But uh, what that is, I don't know. Now I'm going to have to look up Norwegian folk uh, monsters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Red's got an interesting follow-up question or follow-up comment. Uh, don't Google that, by the way. <laughs> is that like uh is that like uh, some porn parody or something is that what you're trying to tell me i don't know troll to the porn parody <laughs> <laughs> oh that's terrible but there is good news and uh, the uh strike oh for the wait. writers guild the writers guild of america it has said almost completely done yeah they, all they got to do is like cross the t's and dot the i's yeah this is interesting uh now this this was a what three days of continuous continuous uh, negotiations. negotiations that sort of ended sunday night yeah um Oh wow, Troll Two. Uh, what's that? Oh, Troll Two is the second most infamous B movie after The Room. I don't know. I've seen some pretty infamous B movies. <laughs> uh, we we is what? Oh my gosh! Now I gotta. Now think. you gotta look it up. I do now because. Um, Back to the trolls. What about Hell Comes to Frogtown? Hmm. <laughs> Roddy Piper classic. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about choice B movies? <laughs> I don't even know if you can call that a B movie. It's somewhere between a C and a D, really. Yeah, well, you can pretty much list most of the trauma stuff there, too. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Talking about the, the writers, yeah. uh, the writer strike, three days of negotiating. Um, and then, yeah, so you, there it is right on the screen. The deal is exceptional. That's, that's, um, uh, one that's of the coming reps. from them. Yeah. I'd said wow. that, that every, every segment of their membership has made headway uh, towards new deals that, that are going to ensure job protection for the next yeah. three years. Yeah. The negotiating committee wrote uh, in an email sent to its members. Uh, we can say with great pride that this deal is exceptional with meaningful gains and protections for the writers nice. in every section of the membership. That's great. Yeah, that's great. And I, I know, uh, as early as what, uh, yesterday or the day before I had already seen some stuff that, uh, most of your late night, uh, talk shows will be coming back here very soon. Nice. As soon as this gets done. Yeah. They also stated that to be clear, no one is to return to work until specifically authorized yeah, exactly. by the guild. We are still on strike until then. Now, but. if this is all, but in the rear view mirror, the next one is where are we at with the actors? You would think they'd be not too far are they, behind. Are we getting somewhere with the actors? I would hope so. I guess part of the uh, a major detail uh, regarding the negotiations with the Writers Guild was they needed uh, the Igers of the world, uh, the streamers, to come in and get on, uh, get on board with it. So I guess uh, Bob Iger, hmm. um, the guy from Universal, and uh, there's a third one that basically sat down this round of of negotiations, and that's what sort of pushed everything through yeah because like that's a big thing with the streamers the streamers you know no no secret that they're looking at artificial intelligence to 100 oh, to create are. entertainment and i mean that's that's oh, a big what was deal. it uh, last week we were talking about the sequel to brightburn which is supposed to be written by ai yeah i just which may not be now but i hope not yeah not to say that i mean there isn't a use for it but it's just no, it's not for creative purposes. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I want to see an entire movie. Although, in a train wreck sort of way, who yeah. maybe, maybe true. 
I just don't think it should be the norm. No. No. So, I guess this contract is only for three years. Yeah, three years. And then they get to renegotiate. But uh, Hopefully it won't, you know, in three years, which is like a drop in the bucket that we're back right back to where we are now saying, oh, well, you know. Yeah. Like, is this just putting a, uh, putting a, you know, plug in a hole? I hope not. I hope not too. But, uh, speaking of them, the, uh, the SAG after they did congratulate the WGA on reaching out. Um, and, uh, they look forward to reviewing what they're getting, but they're still on, you know, track for their own. Yeah. Um, the directors are still fighting their own fight. Oh, yeah, oh, basically the DGA. Yeah. The director, they uh, say they also reached out with a congratulations saying congratulations to the WGA on reaching a tentative agreement tonight on behalf of their members. We've oh, been good. so proud to support the writers in their fight for a fair deal and look forward to reviewing the details of the agreement. I mean, it's good for everybody. I mean, yeah. uh, let's get people back working. Let's get yeah. people making the, the stuff that we all love. Yeah. What else was it here? Uh, yeah, there on screen here is the whole letter that uh, the WGA sent out to its members. Ah, right. Um, and it, it doesn't contain a lot of details because, like they say, they can't let them out until it's done, done. Because that no, would compromise I mean, what plus, I mean, you're, you're talking it. like up until Sunday night, you're talking about just table talk. I mean, yeah. it has to be, it's got to be written down. Yeah. So for sure, that, that language needs to get translated into something a little more locked up, right? Legalese and all that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Unfortunately for the next one, uh, it didn't go their way. Uh, WWE has terminated partnership with Panini. I saw breach of contract. So they're like, both sides are basically uh, pointing the finger at each other. Yeah. So So I don't know. WWE is claiming breach of contract, but Panini, Panini, they filed a lawsuit for yeah. terminating that contract. Yeah. So WWE saying they did something and Panini saying, no, we didn't. Yep. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see uh, how this goes. Yeah. Because like all the cards and everything have been removed from the Panini websites. Uh, yeah. So if you want to get them, go out and get them while you can go get the physical cards before they're pulled from uh, retailers. Yeah. Well, they probably wouldn't be, they'd probably be allowed to sell whatever's left. I hope so. But probably not. I mean, obviously you're not going to go get yeah. more. Yeah. But uh, WWE themselves, they've filed a lawsuit against Panini. Uh, oh, countersuit. Yeah, seeking to prevent them from selling any more merch. Okay, well then. So, so maybe you won't be able. Yeah, go get them now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they've been the uh, exclusive trading card and collectible sticker partner since uh, 2021. And they were supposed to go until 2026, I believe. Okay. But they're pulling that and they're trying to go with the new company, Fanatics. So I would be curious to know who handles all the merch, this type of merch on the UFC side. I don't know. I wonder if that has something to do with it. That's what I mean. Like, like, oh yeah, we're with UFC now. Well, let's go with these guys. The parent company, if they've got some sort of, no, no, we want to have it all under one roof. Which would not shock me. No. Oh, well. I mean, when's the last time you bought a set of trading cards? Oh, not recently. Well, me neither. It's been quite a few years, but Yu-Gi-Oh was the last one. But I'm thinking when I see Panini, I think of like sticker books. Yeah, my old sticker book from yeah. like, but like Masters Universe. Going through the Walmart card aisle, like you see like hockey, baseball, yep. NBA, wrestling, whatever. Yeah. And it's like $54 for a box. Like yeah. What happened to like yeah, a $2 yeah. pack of cards where you got seven cards and a piece of gum? Yeah, but at 
when you're buying a box of cards, you're getting multiple packs. Yeah, but you're not box. getting much. Like if you go by this one, you're getting four cards per pack and six packs per box. Six packs per box. Oh, right. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you're getting what? Like twenty four cards. Twenty four cards in a box that yeah. will cost you forty dollars. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not a card collector. Yeah. Man, some days I, I think I'm not an action figure collector anymore either, but <laughs> they just keep bringing stuff. Nothing for me this week. Well, that's not true. That's not true. I did. We'll I got, see. I got, some, I got some, my uh, secret shopper got, uh, got me some stuff this week. So nice. Sorry. Personal shopper. <laughs> In case you're watching personal shopper. <laughs> so, uh, rapper, Lil Kim. Can she not just be Kim? No, she's I mean, Lil how old Kim. is this woman now? She's Lil Kim. All right. Lil Kim. Uh, apparently, according to the photographer from Ebony Magazine, uh, she had final say on the edits. <laughs> I saw this one. And uh, Pla- Plastic Kim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the fans have been ripping Ebony Magazine for heavily photoshopping the cover. So top top right is a more, is a I more, can't even call that like a, a natural a red, photo. It's a red carpet photo. <laughs> so an actual photo. Yeah. <laughs> and then there you have the cover and the secondary image from it. And yeah, like like that looks it's noticeable that t- it looks like a plastic doll yeah i don't know how else to say that i really don't yeah uh the magazine had debuted multiple covers for their hip-hop 50 issue on monday uh last week and uh this one is the one that's getting most torn apart because of all the airbrushing can you even call it that can you even call it that? Like there's no, there's no person sitting there with an airbrush anymore. I know spraying it's all a photo like, and ugh. liquefy and yeah, exactly. blend and everything. Just put the, put the blur on there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one person wrote, whoever did the editing needs to be fired as a publication. You should know what's unacceptable. This cover is not, and it doesn't represent Kim or the magazine. Well, interesting but then you said they said their answer is it was her decision yeah yeah that she had final say over it okay well i mean i can respect that i certainly can respect that it was her choice i mean even if i think it was a a poor one yeah again who am i to quantify what is and what isn't art yeah right tying right back into that other one yeah let me just leave it at this the photo is not for me (laughs) her music not for me well Actually, I was just listening to some of her earlier stuff this past Isn't week. Isn't she the WAP lady? Uh, no, no. Who's the she, WAP lady? She's the queen bitch. Uh, oh. I'm not sure who the WAP, maybe Cardi B. Oh, I think that's right. Or too. one of them. It tells it's, you it's how much newer, I know. It's a newer artist. She's right. been around since the 90s, though. Little Kim. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I think they were trying to make her look like she was in the 90s. Maybe. <laughs> they're definitely giving her a side boob, though. I'm sorry. Side boob. Yeah. But you usually don't see that side of the side boob, though. No, it's usually the other side. <laughs> it's the inside side boob. Just the outside side boob, not inside side boob. But maybe she did it on purpose. Like, because oh, of all the oh. controversy she's stirring up is technically getting her name back out there, which is good. She got a new uh, record out? No, but she's got an upcoming memoir. Ah, uh, I guess. That's coming out in October. Oh, wait. Uh, it's supposed to be coming out in September of uh, 2025. So it's a little ways oh off. Oh my yet. gosh. There were like 25. That's two years. Yeah. But maybe she's not putting out another album. So gotta get her name out somehow. I guess so. Cause stay relevant. Yeah, exactly. Stay relevant. Stay in the public eye. Yeah. Uh, as for this next one, uh, time is of the essence. 
because oh right yeah. um you know when this game came out like i was like oh i really want to play this never did get it i never got it but uh marvel's avengers is days away from being deleted from storefronts forever like all of them all of them so for off the playstation network off everywhere uh, off of uh, uh i guess it would be uh, uh the microsoft store i guess I believe so isn't that something yeah um what did it say here uh the game never really had a chance uh, as crystal dynamics tried to infuse loot which wow. has no visual component into the superhero brawler and produces endless updates for it okay but uh right now it's 90 percent off with all formerly like paid cosmetics oh really in the game why because it is about to be delisted yeah uh as of september 30th you will no longer be able to buy it and it's currently four bucks well let me just so let me just open up my xbox app here and just see what we can uh what we can get yeah um it was announced i guess earlier this year uh but they're not sure why the game is failing but it was made in conjunction with their partners that now is the right time to make a change and again, this is why I hate those digital games, right? Some corporate dude somewhere decides get rid of it. Yeah. And it's gone. Well, I'm just pulling this up here. Now we've got uh, Marvel's Avengers definitive edition. Download to consoles came sold separately. So this must be all of the, uh, the variations, the downloadable content. Maybe funny. It's not giving me a price though. According to the uh, article, it's four bucks, but. I mean, for four bucks. Can't go wrong. I'd have to free up some space right now, though. <laughs> but, yeah. Kind of sad to see it go. Well, I mean... I haven't played a good superhero game since the uh, the, the top-down, three-quarter top-down, uh, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. Do you remember those? I do. I never played them, but I did. Oh, I did. Them. I played all both of them, and I thought they were great. Nice. I love the idea of being able to hot-swap uh, team members off the side menu into your team. Like it was cool. That's cool. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. My last one was uh Spider-Man shattered. Didn't, what was it? Shattered future or something. Oh, uh, PS3 hit, I was so. going to say PS3 days. Yeah. 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 It's definitely, I don't think I played that back. one. I don't think I played it. It was good. You played as different and versions of Spidey. So you're sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. 2099 modern day Spider-Man. Oh, Miguel. Yeah. Another sad one for fans of uh, Heels. So uh, I never saw Heels and I, I, I kind of wanted to. I, yeah, same here. Because, like, mean, you know, I like uh, Oliver Queen in his new form there. You know, if you ever wondered about why Stephen Amell made it, those appearances in the WWE, now you know. Yeah. Doing research for my new show. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, that's not the only one to get canceled. Uh, they're also canceling blind spotting, run the world, and the as of yet unaired, uh, the venery of Samantha Bird. That's too bad, you know. That's like the it's the Batwoman thing all yeah. over again. So like stuff that's already made. Yeah, and they put all that work into it, and now it's just gonna disappear. You wonder though, is there an opportunity to shop these shows around to other streamers or other I, networks to I see would if they hope would hope so. Get like I, I know that they're stars originals so yeah yeah maybe they have like well thing, come on all the netflix uh um the netflix marvel shows were all netflix originals and yeah. guess what uh not anymore yeah <laughs> yeah 
uh, I guess what we got is what we've got now for uh, heels. It's not that, two again. two seasons. I thought it was three. Is it three? But, if you're a heels fan, you'll have to educate me because I don't. Yeah, I'm hoping to catch it on replays, but yeah. So uh, I guess that brings us to our what? first bit. Is it time? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. So I know there's a couple in this particular first wave you're going to want. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll get there. So they unveiled the next Marvel Build-A-Figure wave, and it's for the Void. What kills it? So I'm only... The MCU is my comic books now. Yeah. The only the only exception to that. and And... If I didn't have you in my life, I wouldn't have this because you helped me with this. When everybody was like chewing hard on Spider-Man and X-Men, when X-Men were like starting to take off like stratospherically. Yeah. I was one of those kids in the corner reading the new warriors. And so I've been slowly putting together my new warriors. When they did Firestar, I'm like, oh, Firestar, by the way, is the only, the only Marvel legend figure that I bought two of. (laughs) <laughs> one from a Spider-Man and Amazing Friends display and another one from a New Warriors. Well, it got to be complete. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, we got Night Thrasher, we got Rage, we got Firestar, uh, Nova, and Speedball. And now we're getting Namorita and Justice! Yep. Oh! So there you see the, uh, the Builder figure all complete, the Void, which is... Yeah, the- that just looks like completely, like, Nightmare Unleashed. It is. Uh, he is the dark version of the Sentry. Really? So when the sentry loses his shit, that's what he that's does. That's what he does? Yeah. I feel sorry for anybody going up against that. Yeah. So dark bug Superman. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got uh, Squadron Supreme's Power Princess. Wonder Woman knockoff. Exactly. Uh, that'll go good with your, uh, what's his name? Hyperion. Oh, yeah, he would. Yeah. She would. She would. Yeah. yeah. And you got Blue Namorita. Blue Namorita. Now, I'm disappointed that they did not go for her traditional blonde hair, uh, Caucasian skin look. But did they go with this to more liken her to the MCU Namor with all his blue? Oh, I wonder if that's the connection. Like she was blue at one point. Yeah, she did. She she did turn blue over the course of the the run of the book. So I'm okay with this. Yeah, I'm okay with this until they do another one. Until they do the uh, until they do the classic look. Yeah. The more of the the submariner look with the green, the green bathing suit, the I guess. Green scaly suit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then we get uh, another vision. Well, you which know. I'm thinking this one might even be a reissue from the Hulkbuster. I kind of wondered the same thing. Yeah, I wondered the same thing. And then of course that Justice is just another use of the. <laughs> I was going to say, is that the Bucky Cap body again? It might be. Yeah, but with the uh, butterfly shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> I did not pick up. That's the other thing. At the same time, when new warriors was out, they were doing a run on guardians of the galaxy at the time. Hmm. And if you're a fan of the OG guardians team, then you know that Vance justice, he was on both teams Mm -hmm. as the man out of time. They've already done the Vance Vance Astro with uh, captain America shield. I didn't pick that one up. Hmm. I was tempted to fair enough, but I will definitely be getting, I actually like this version of him. I thought maybe they would do like, the Marvel boy look when he still had the full, full cowl. Mm. Um, but this is good. I do like this. And we're getting another black Panther. It's a good looking black Panther. It is pretty good. Yeah. 
And we're getting like a savage Namor who's more looking like Jason Momoa. I was going to say, Aqua, man. It's Aqua, bro. <laughs> and this one kind of caught me off guard, uh, but it's a throwback to Marvel for sure. Uh, Kristar, the Crystal Warrior. I stopped at when I saw this because I actually did the scratch my head. Kristar? Which made me do a little a little mini dive on Kristar. <laughs> and I did not know this. But I have since learned Kristar is a wholly owned property by Marvel. Hmm. The toy, remember the toy line? Yes. The original toy line. I thought the toy line came out and the comic books supported the toy line. No, 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 no. It was Marvel's attempt to do a multimedia thing with an an original property that they owned. Hmm. Kristar apparently has made. Uh, has made a few uh, name drops and has shown up in some other titles over the years uh, more recently. Nice. But I don't like translucent figures. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not enough nostalgia there for me to go in on this one. Fair enough. He is cool. Yeah. He's very cool. I actually, if you're doing Chris Star, you got to do the rest of the warriors. You would hope so at I some point. So, yeah. But deep, deep dive on that one. Well, speaking of reissues, uh, GI Joe, they announced at PulseCon the Crimson the Strike Crimson Team. Crimson Strike Team. But now, did they do them in the in this color scheme already? Uh, no, they've been done in their blue, blue right. color scheme already. And she's uh, been done in black. She's been done in black. Now, is this a new buck for her? Or is this? Uh, I'm guessing this is the same one as... Uh, the bike? No, the, uh, the retro card issue. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Oh, that looks pretty good. It's, they're good-looking figures, like... Oh, the glasses are removable. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But, uh, What's on her? She got a mask on in that other picture. It does look like she's got a mask accessory. Like there. a skull kind of viperish mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I do like the crimson twins. There. You know what? I I do regret some days dropping the line, but it they they pissed me off so royally in the early days that I'm like, I can't do this. Fair enough. And I'm, you know what, on some levels, I'm actually glad that I didn't go back in because it's really hard to like, it is getting hard like to keep up yeah. uh, as a, as a transformer and star Wars collector for me to have a, 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 a third line, a third line that is a third. A, active. Yes. <laughs> I can justify transformers because uh, you know, I've, I've set my limits, right? So I get a new figure. It up, it's an upgrade to something that I already own, or it's a character that I don't already have, Yeah, but I'm only collecting like season one, season two. 86 movie so i can do that star wars i've decided i'm never going to be a completionist so <laughs> but <laughs> well, man, how could you like oh, oh my god gosh. no but i'm telling you i i said for the longest time that if gi joe ever did a six inch line my head would explode and then they went and did it i've been you know on the sidelines watching it and i've said it before i will say it again it is a great time to be a gi joe fan i mean you've got You've got like oodles and oodles. And now that they've leaned into that, oh yeah, we need to emulate real American hero. What more could you ask for? Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's not a great time because. Oh, pre-orders are getting sold out so fast. Sure. Sure. And unless you're pre-ordering, you're not going to find it on the shelves with certain figures. That is the, that is. I mean, that is the issue, no, no matter what. And I mean, you and I are of the age where, you know, going to the store and the excitement of turning down the aisle and what's going to be there. Yeah. Uh, the magic's slipping. It is. But these ones are available for pre-order now, if they're still available. <laughs> if. 
Yeah. yeah. But these aren't all the Joes that came out at uh, Paul's Con. Nope. They also revealed uh, five more. Now, I, I think I recognize everybody there but one person. Yeah. I don't know the yellow ninja lady character. I believe that is Agent Helix. Don't know anything about her. No. Do you? Uh, I do not myself. Okay. All right. But uh, this particular wave offers Dreadnought Ripper, uh, General Hawk, Agent Helix, Shockwave, and Dreadnought Buzzer. Yeah. So uh, I like the the update to Buzzer's look. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it looks great. They do all this whole wave looks awesome. Yeah. But uh, again, look at those two pre-orders for this wave on GameStop have already sold out. I mean, there's a lot of sub teams in the Joe world. There is Dreadnoughts is uh, definitely a, a more popular, and they've been like slowly trickling them out over the years. Uh, in the classified line, yeah, we got Zartan. Who else we got? Uh, oh, the other, the pink shirt sister. Oh, Zarana. Yes, Zarana. Yeah, so that's two of them. Uh, I think these might be the next the two. next two. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember. No, the... uh, no road pig or uh... no Xandar. Uh, uh, oh. Yeah, no Thrasher, uh, uh, Scorch, or Torch, Torch. I'm not the sure. red bearded guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Can't wait till they do the Thunder Machine though. Six inch scale Thunder Machine. <laughs> it could work, or is that going to be another Haslab? <laughs> They give you all oh, the dreadnoughts. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. That. I would not be surprised. I'm surprised that they didn't do a version of Zartan with the Swamp Skier. Yeah. To, to be honest, uh, that would have been a good Haslab. But, you know, if you can still order them on uh, Amazon, I think they're available there for pre-order. Oh, nice. But you lose your uh, edge discount. Wow. Got to do what you got to do. I guess so. And then uh, out of the Marvel camp... We get uh, Spider-Man No Way Home so figures. This is what I was getting at before. If you if you didn't go in on them the first time, yeah. If you didn't get the three pack, now you got your chance to get them all single carded. single carded. So this and is Toby, probably the Tom Holland and the Andrew yeah. Garfield. This is probably the way that I would do it. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't necessarily. I wanted them all. I mean, I hope they're the same figures. I don't think so. I don't have the originals to compare to, but looking at all of these, God, they look good. They really did a great job on the portraits of. All of them, to be honest. Uh, based on this one photo, though, I don't. Well, yes, the three Spider-Man. That's and what I mean. Matt Murdock. The, the Spideys look great. Zendaya. I'm not fully sold on. Not her. seeing it. Not fully sold on her. But like the Garfield and the Maguire. Love. Oh, so love good. the Andrew Garfield. Mind you, I was a big fan of Andrew Garfield Spider-Man to begin with. So, well, there you go. I do like this one. But uh, yeah, the Zendaya. It's no toy. Jo- no toe. Toe joints. There, I noticed. <laughs> Like your Matt Murdock looks good. Kind of funny they have him in like a super action pose when he's supposed to be just lawyering. Well, I mean, he can yeah. still go. I mean, he is an action figure. True. Action figure. But this last one, I think, is going to peg warm. The Sandman? Uh, probably. But at the same time, you know, like if you wanted a a, a movie Sandman and you didn't get well, the Toy Boys or a Toy Boys, I think it was a Toy It was movie. a retro classic re-release. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this. To build a figure. This is good. This is okay. Uh, I mean, it's great custom fodder. <laughs> True. It's good custom fodder, I'm sure. True. You can come up with something like that. Yeah. Maybe not at that price point, but once he starts to be dipping. sold as a, as a deluxe, I guess. Mm. 
with the giant oversized hands and the oversized arm. Yeah. But then uh, they also announced. Okay. Detroit Steel. Yeah, I looked at this and I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Uh, this is Hammer's. Well, this is what I said. Man. Is this like, is this like a, a take on the Iron Patriot? I'm like, what is this? And then you're like, no, no, it's Hammer Tech. I'm like, oh, so Inferior Stark Tech. Yes, basically. <laughs> uh, it's inspired by the Invincible Iron Man comics. Uh, it stands at 9.2 inches. Oh, it's a big one. Yeah. And it's got five accessories, including blasters with blast effects. Nice. This next one, uh, if you're a helmet collector. I would have loved to have been a helmet collector. And I would have went in on this one. This is great. Clone Commander Rex. Yeah, and we get a really good look at this. We've talked about this before. I mean, Rex's uh, look is a, a mishmash. It's a custom welding job of a Phase 1 helmet and a Phase 3 helmet. Yeah. And like they've even got little weld lines in there. That's right? what I mean. Like it just like looks detail good. on yeah, this is yeah, yeah. awesome. I do like that. I do have a. I've got the Luke Skywalker helmet. Oh, well, you've got a starting point. I can't. I can't because if I start, I will have to go and get them all. <laughs> I was very close with the the latest Darth Vader helmet because it came. It comes in three pieces. Oh, the top, like the cap, the face part, and then the the chin piece. Hmm. And I'm like, nope. If I do it, I'll be all in, and I don't. I don't need. Can't that. do it. Yeah. I can enjoy them vicariously through the internet. Fair enough. Well, this next one you might be in on uh, the Star Killer three pack. Okay, so I mean, I played the Force Unleashed. I played them both. I really love them. They're great games. Um, I don't think the likeness uh, that Sam Witwer's likeness is there, um, and I don't need more stormtroopers. And to be honest. I played Starkiller as a good guy. So I'm hoping that somewhere down the road we get like, like they did with Darth Revan. They did Darth Revan Sith Lord. And then they did Revan Jedi Knight. I hope they do, you know, Galen Merrick Jedi Knight. Well, that figure I would buy. You might be surprised here because it does come with multiple versions. Uh, he comes with oh. both Jedi and Sith sabers. And I'm oh, thinking he comes with multiple heads as well. To represent oh, light right, and dark right, side. right, right. I see what you're saying there. God, if I could get him without the stormtroopers. <laughs> but yeah, it does. It does come with 16 accessories. Listen, if there's anybody the out there buying this set just for the stormtroopers, I'd be happy to take the Star Killer off your hands. Because <laughs> no one's gonna do that. <laughs> Never know. Lots of people like to uh, army build. You're gonna be a stormtrooper collector. Eh, kind of am. <laughs> You need an army. If they do an Enoch. I'm in on that one. Oh, somebody already customized one of those. Yeah, we saw that. Yep. Uh, there were more Black Series, though. Okay. Balin and Shin. Oh, so I'm, I'm torn on these two because one, I think that I, I don't know if they're going to have a whole lot more screen time. Oh, which is true. <laughs> but that could also drive it up like they get one and done, right? If you miss it this time, they won't be. Back. I do like Balin. I, I think Balin is a, he's got a great look. I like like the Ray Stevens portrayal of him has been that's what I mean. awesome. Like there's a, there's a, there's a mystery around him that I just can't put my finger on that. I really like, I think with a little extra weathering, he would look great. But then I look at the shin figure and I'm like, uh, Lord Farquaad, what happened there? Like, what's going on? You're not the only one. A lot of people are looking at that and saying, you know, what did they do to our girl? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. 
it's a bit derpy. I know they gave her that really bad haircut in the series, but that is not a, it's not an accurate representation. No, that's not flattering at all. No. And the other thing in the series, are the blades not orange? Well, they are orange because they've given these ones here. They do look great red. You know, I looked at these and I'm like, is there like some kind of lighting effect on that? Like, did they touch up the photos for the, these promo shots? Like maybe, or it could just be like, because it is translucent plastic, whatever light maybe casting a nice glare on that definitely could play a role in it for sure. But who knows? I don't know. I'm torn. I'm waiting to see them in hand. Oh man. But again, that chance. You take that chance, you might not see them in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as for us, though, I think it's time for a segment. Oh, it's time once again. Loading lexicon. Generating responses. Responses ready. Lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con. Get ready. Here we go. All right, it is a lexicon. It is the word game that we like to do here every week on uh, Random Phantom Tuesday, where we give you a completely nonsensical but real word. We give you three definitions. Of course, your job is to come up with the right one, and our job is to pull the con. Uh, I was a bad boy and didn't do my homework this week, so that's okay. This week's lexicon is uh, courtesy of Andy. Yep. What do you got, Andy? Uh, this week's word, defenestrate, defend it, defenestrate, defenestrate, defenestrate. Oh, defenestrate. Yes. So definition number one, a layer of iron rich material found within the earth's crust, having approximately the same composition throughout. Definition number two, to throw someone out the window. Definition number three, the demonstration of advanced defensive techniques in an auditorium or theater type setting. <laughs> I want to say it's, I love number three, by the way. <laughs> I like that. The, 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 the uh, demonstration, the defensive demonstration combination. I like that. Red says great, oh, word. great word. Great word. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's picking... chiming in with number two to throw somebody out the window. Defense trait. Defenestrate out the window. Well, what do you think? See, oh, Silver Spider is coming in with number one. Silver Spider with a number one. Uh, my wife upstairs uh, guessing, guessing one as well. One. So I worked in healthcare for a number of years, and I am familiar with a word that is very similar to this. And based on the context of that other word that I am very familiar with. I think I know the answer, but I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Fair enough. Give our folks at home a couple more minutes here to chime in. All right. I was going to, I was about to whisper what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, what do you think? All in for all in. I'm all in for number one. You're all in for number one. I am. Okay. Well, everybody who guessed anything other than number two. (gasps) Oh, What? You're wrong. But Red, oh. you got it. Really? To throw somebody out the throw window? Someone out the window. No way. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you got me. There we Seriously. Go. 
defenestrate, to throw somebody out the window. Yeah. Is there a height limit on that? I don't, I don't think so. As long as you chuck them out a window. How many stories before we change it to murder? <laughs> or a uh, uh, Chihuahua flying class. Death by defenestration. <laughs> Maybe. Today we're teaching poodles how to fly. How to fly. <laughs> okay, Fifi. Fly, Fifi, fly. Oh, man. Kim says, wow, that's crazy. I thought so too. Wow. It's actually a good word because this next fellow uh, needs to uh, have someone defenestrate him. Uh Oh, Uh, down in uh, Brooklyn, New York, first appearances of Spider-Man, X-Men, Swamp Thing, and more were stolen by the fellow appearing on your screen here now. Oh dear. Uh, This is a case of porch piracy gone super, super wrong. Um, I was just found, I have just read about this, but, uh, yeah, yeah. on Tuesday, June 27th, around three 40 PM. Oh, wow. Uh, 10 books were stolen from uh, comic book station in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, some of the books were like super, super valuable, uh, including amazing fantasy number 15. Yeah. Uh, amazing Spider-Man number one, Avengers number one. And Daredevil number one. There's like a retirement's worth of money there. There's more than a retirement's <laughs> That's worth. What I mean, uh, like, oh my god. Yeah. There's also Green Lantern number five, uh, House of Secrets number ninety-two, first appearance of Swamp Thing. Uh, no. Uh, and then uh, also not pictured, but uh, Spider-Man issues number thirty-six, two thirty-eight, and number three hundred. Were these uh, issues sent out for grading? Perhaps getting they returned? were sent out for grading, and they yeah. were being returned but they forgot to click signature. So oh, the courier dropped just them left them. on the doorstep, which gave this fellow opportunity to just roll up on his bike. And I feel... walk away with like probably more than half a million dollars of books. We are so lucky where we are. You and I, Andy, like yeah. we live in such a small town where that it's really not that much of an issue, but like, Oh my God. That's heartbreaking. It is like, and and these are not, there's telltale signs on these books. They're registered books. Yeah. So if they show up, you know, it's going to be hard not to identify them. I mean, what do you do? Like how, how do you, you can't sit on, I guess you could. He's going to probably sell them privately, but I mean, does this guy look like he's super well-connected black market kind of guy? No. Right. He looks like a dude that was just, Oh, look a box. I'm going to take a chance. It's on his bike. Come on. This guy's not even 20 years old. Probably not. That's what I mean. Like, oh, there's a box I could probably do something with. Yeah. <sighs> I hate to think it, but you know, there's a good chance that they're uh they're destroyed. I I really hope not. Because like those are some treasured books. Yeah. Red says there's a porch pirate. There's a porch my... pirate in my apartment. Oh, oh that that's sucks. awful. That's awful. You need the guy who makes the uh, glitter bombs to uh, make oh. you one. Yeah. Have you seen the extreme glitter bombs with like cat pee and all that? (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, if you happen to have any knowledge about the whereabouts of these books, uh, you can email Shauna McGee at forever addicted three, six, one, seven at gmail.com. All right. So hopefully they find their way home, but we should probably put that uh, email address in the uh, show. We'll we'll throw it in the show notes. Perfect. But uh, to something, I guess, a little bit less uh, terrible. It's still kind of terrible. But In what sense? 
well, it sucks replacing voices, but uh, the trailer for season seven of uh, Rick and Morty has been released. So I, I don't know where I stand on this because I've not seen an episode of Rick and Morty. So I have to take your word on this, but I will say this. I've watched every episode of the solar opposites and at least you're getting a sound delay. Corvo Corvo on the solar opposites was like straight up replaced with a British guy <laughs> and they don't, and they actually make a point to basically look at the camera and go, yeah, I know he's a British guy and he's going to sound like this in any flashback too. Like <laughs> the joke is great, but it's so jarring. It took it me, is. it's taken me uh, pretty much the entire season to warm up to the, the new voice actor. So fair enough. Hopefully the Rick and Morty fans are, it's less jarring. Well, uh, we've linked to the trailer in the show notes and the Morty guy is, he's pretty spot on, but, uh, there, there's something about the Rick. It doesn't. So they're using two. Yeah. Uh, two it, actors. It's not, okay. it, it's not just a single guy. It is now yep. one guy for Rick, one guy for Morty. Uh, and they're keeping the wraps on who they are, or who it is, but uh, that way, you know, you don't prematurely write them off. Gotcha. I guess, but holding it close to the chest, I guess. Yeah, they are. You know, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm okay with replacing people like, and, and especially, I mean, in animation has been like any of your legacy properties. Like, is there anybody who's still their original voice? No, that's true. There actually is. Is there? Yeah. Anything that Frank Welker's ever voiced. Frank is still the voice of Fred in Scooby-Doo. Uh, Scooby yeah. 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 So, <laughs> but you get what I mean? Like sure. a lot, like. Bugs Bunny is not the same actor no. anymore. Mickey Mouse, like all of your like 1940s. Yeah. You know, it, Mel Blanc can't do it. No right. Right. Well, not from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. And Man. like I said, at least you get to sound like. Yeah. And based on what you see in this trailer, it looks like it's going to be some fun stuff. Uh, looks like there's going to be like a blade inspired episode at cool. one point. Um, Maybe one of them is Dave Coulier. Maybe Dave Coulier. He was a big voiceover guy. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing his voiceovers on full house, but that's how we, that's part of his thing. Yeah. That's part of getting that job. That's what he did before that. He did a lot of voiceovers, you know, when they would take a film and they would make the TV cut and they would edit out the swearing. Like, and I, the, I think the best example I can remember is that the TV edit of Ferris Bueller's day off. If you took a lump of coal and you up Cameron's in two weeks, you get a diamond. You can see Ferris clearly mouthing the words, but the, the voiceover actor changed it to, if you took a lump of coal and put it in Cameron's fist in two weeks, you'd get a diamond. And I'm like, <laughs> I know that doesn't say that. No, I know that doesn't say that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Dave Coulier. <laughs> as, Coulier. as for Rick and Morty here, uh, the official season seven description, uh, it does make reference to the recastings. And it says Rick and Morty are back and sounding more like themselves than ever. Uh, it's season seven and the possibilities are endless. What's up with Jerry evil summer. And will they ever go back to the high school? Maybe not, but let's find out. There's probably less piss than last season. Rick and Morty a hundred years, or at least until season 10. Uh, has it been going on that long? Uh, yeah, we're into season seven. So, Jabez. but that's one of the running jokes from uh, earlier seasons, you know, Rick and Morty forever, Rick and Morty. Yeah. 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 Season okay. Okay. 10,000. Sure, but I get it. You know, should be good. That's cool. Got a new shirt alert. Oh, nice. What do we got? Best. Best episode ever. <laughs> should have just been a big picture of Hank. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
spinning out of our Ahsoka Tano show. Those of you who are familiar with our Sunday night fair, uh, might be familiar with this one as it's spoken very often <laughs> every week. It would seem. And I'm, and I'm wondering if it's going to be it's spoken gonna again continue. tonight. <laughs> it's got to go again. Can we top? Can we top it tonight? Yeah. We're going to find out here in, uh, oh, just about an hour and a half. Yes, we will. Woo. But before we get there, uh, we do have some other stuff. Sure. Uh, rapper 50 cent, uh, is ro- he's roasting Busta Rhymes for his lewd use of the microphone during a performance on the final lap tour. Oh boy. Uh, on, uh, Instagram there, 50 cent says Busta stole this move for me. I used to do this magic stick, uh, 10 years ago. Now it just feels dirty inappropriate and unnecessary it's given me your old uncle at that barbecue that won't go sit down by (laughs) now just so you know what we're talking about we do have a clip oh boy okay you can't unsee this one folks all right I mean, that just gives me like, like <laughs> lewd comedian vibes. It, the smile on his face when he's doing it. He's way too happy about that. He's just having fun. He's way too happy about that. And like, you know, it's kind of funny 50 Cent making fun of him when he's like saying, you know, I literally did this 10 years ago. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if that's something that I'd be proud of. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, why would you even bring that up? I used to do this 10 years ago. Why are you doing it? <laughs> why is he doing it now? Just don't even admit that that was ever your. Just let it die. Yeah, Red Swenson says, "Ooh, <laughs> me too, Red. Me too." Yeah. Yep. So that's out there in the world. <sighs> Here's another one that might come into the world. Uh, the Office, a reboot, is in development post uh, strike. The uh, what? A reboot of a show that was a spinoff. <laughs> Of a UK show, yes. of a British show. So the reboot of a reboot. Yeah. Uh, new report states that Greg Daniels will begin developing a reboot of The Office. Um, and uh, it is Greg Daniels leading the charge. Uh, wow. So, I mean. He's the one that developed the American version of it in the begin with. So. I just ask, is this necessary? I have never you know, watched I'm, The Office I'm not, either version. I mean, I feel like the office just exists to provide us with a never ending supply of memes and gifs. Yes. But <laughs> I've seen a lot of the memes, but right. I've never watched the show. That's right. Yeah. Um, I am not, not for this, but at the same time, not having really been that interested in the original. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently NBC universal has been repeatedly interested in rebooting it since 2019. Uh, with the idea that it would exclusively stream on their platform, Peacock. But oh, really? uh, do we know when this went off the air? It's been off for a while. I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, it's still in syndication, but okay. Yeah. I don't know. People right. out there might the want office. It. People might not. The office. All right. Is it going to be another paper company or will it be something different? Don't know. I don't know. We'll wait. Is that what it was to begin with? It was a paper company, yeah. The Dunder Mifflin paper company. Okay. Hence the stacks of paper. I thought it was just memos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever worked in an office that sent that many like 
interdepartmental memos, I'd, I'd be out the window. It could be TPS reports. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. It would be. How do you develop that into a series? You just get uh, beef some butthead guy in there. Mike Judge. <laughs> he can help you out. 15 pieces of flair. Yep. Uh, are you a fan of the Jedi Survivor games? Uh, yes, I've played both of them. Fair enough. Well, apparently uh, part three is in the works. Oh, noise. According to uh, Cal Kestis actor Cameron Monaghan, they are actively working on it. I mean, I just played, so I've said it before, I recently purchased an Xbox Series X because I wanted to play this game. I wanted to play this game in the worst way, and I did. It is clearly the middle part of a trilogy. (laughs) Fair enough. These games were definitely going to be a trilogy, for sure. Star Wars trilogy? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and I know we are so close to our other show, but we are so, so adjacent to the Jedi video games right now that I am hard pressed to think that a live action Cal Kestis appearance by Cal Kestis isn't, I would be shocked if that's not on the radar for somewhere down the road. Well, maybe it'll happen in the finale of Ahsoka. Oh, don't get my hopes up like that. <laughs> Mind you, he'd have, they'd have to age him up. Man. They would have to age him up. They can do that. Because, I mean, the, the Jedi games take place um, after Order 66 uh, when the Empire is sort of just coming into power or, okay. or have just been in power for kind of overlapping a little further along than we are in the Bad Batch. How's that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, according to Monaghan, though, uh, he says, we're working on the third. Uh, we're in the process of doing that right now. So that's a big undertaking and it's been some conversation so far, but hopefully when all things are said and done, we'll be able to go in and make something really cool for you guys again. Uh, this was recorded on September 16th. Um, that's only uh, 10 days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was reported, uh, Stig Amason, who Stig, directed the Jedi game. Stig Asmussen. Yeah. Uh, was leaving Respawn Entertainment, but. I guess that means someone new would come in new director. Yeah, I guess there would be. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he had said, I always wanted to oh, see this as, to see a it as a trilogy. Yeah. And, uh, well, there you go. You know, veteran respawn leaders will be stepping up to guide the team. I hope so. So I hope so. These games were like super, super fun. And if you're like me and you're into the story, there's no shame. You just turn that, that difficulty right down to story mode and you just ride that thing out because it is so, so engaging. And then once you're done that, then go back and do it again. Well, I don't care for that stuff, but sure. Fair enough. But uh, another returning classic, I guess you would call it. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man is set to return. Oh? Well, yeah. With uh, Jonathan Hickman and uh, Marco Cicchetto okay. on art duties. Uh, this one is spinning out of the current uh, miniseries uh, Ultimate Invasion. All right. And they're planning to relaunch the ultimate universe, the ultimate universe. Yeah. I kind of like the ultimate universe and it's a good take. You know why I like the ultimate universe? Cause it gave us the best Nick Fury. No, well that too, the best animated Marvel movies. True. The uh, ultimate Avengers one and two. Ah, uh-huh. those are great. They are good. They are great. Yes, they are. But, uh, this one, uh, it, again, Jonathan Hickman and uh, Marco, they've worked together before on a short story uh, that was published in uh, not too long ago, but they're reteaming now for this, which is coming January 2024. Okay. So who knows? 
Yeah, it was Amazing Fantasy 1000 that their story appeared in. Oh, wow. But hopefully it'll be good. Another Spider-Man title. Why not? <laughs> I'm trying to slow down, but keep giving them to me, right? That's right. Hey, another Spider-Man book. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And getting another Spider-Man. Why not have another Batman? <laughs> <laughs> yes of course yeah so dc has announced the next batman the next batman or an upcoming project now this one is not a live action batman well what are we doing then we are doing a follow-up to uh Rid- the podcast series R- the riddler secrets in the dark oh really yeah uh oh no i'm not doing a follow-up my bad it's called Riddler Secrets in the Dark. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, the new Batman is set to be played by Coleman Domingo. Coleman uh, Domingo. From uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, right. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay, that's where I recognize him from. All right. Yeah. Uh, so he's poised to be Batman and Bruce Wayne. Uh, Hassan Minhaj is going to be playing Edward Nigma. Cool. And it's going to be an eight-episode deal. Uh Debuting simultaneously and exclusively on Spotify. Wasn't that the thing with the new Harley thing too, right? The Harley podcast. I think or, so, yeah. uh, audio drama. Yeah. It's a Spotify thing too. I believe so. Yeah. They really got a deal going on. They with, do. Uh, Warner's got their teeth into Spotify or the other way around. I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, Hassan Minja, Minhaj, sorry, uh, is rep- this is where it is. He's reprising his role as the Riddler from uh, oh, the 2022 okay. Spotify podcast, Batman Unburied. Oh, okay. So, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So we'll head over to Spotify on, uh, when is it here? October 10th is when it premieres. Oh, just before my birthday. There you go. So uh, we're getting down to uh, the last couple things here. Holy so cow. If, I if guess you wanted so. to call in tonight on the WhatsApp, if now's, you, now's uh, the time. if you had a headline pop up this week that we didn't talk about and you wanted to let us know about it, now is your time. And, and you know how last week we had said uh, everything kind of went quiet on the Lizzo front? Oh, well, uh, Did it rear up again. It, it reared up again. Oh boy. Uh, Lizzo has accepted a humanitarian award. Oh, okay. but it's right on the heels of another lawsuit. Oh, <sighs> oh, Lizzo. Yeah. What's happening now? Uh, she's quoted as saying, I'm going to continue to put on and represent and create safe spaces for black fat women, because that's what the fuck I do. And this was at the, well, Quin- that definitely sounds like her. Yeah. That's at the Quincy Jones humanitarian awards on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she's being sued again by a former employee dr- from the wardrobe department. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Um, what's her name here? Oh, oh, I see it here. Uh, oh, there it is. Uh, Asha Daniels, sorry, uh, is uh, suing her and uh, tour leader. What's her name here? Uh, Amanda Nomura, as well as tour manager Carlina Gugliotti. Okay, and uh, she's claiming you know wrongful dismissal and hostile workplace. This ties into what we were saying before, though. Like, do, do the people? It's Lizzo at the top. If if Lizzo the company has a staff, ultimately her name is at the top, so ultimately it falls on her. Yeah. But is this a case of this is stuff that's happening below her that she was not privy to until this came to light? Well, this one actually in the interview I watched with Daniels, yeah, uh, she did say that uh, the tour manager. Uh, 
Nomura yep. would actually keep her from contacting like with contact with Lizzo. Like you can't speak to her. Anything you got to speak to, you go, you've got to come me. through me. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Okay. There there's claims that this Nomura would refer to black women on the tour as yep. dumb, useless, and fat. And also uh, force them to do wardrobe changes in front of white male crew members who would, you know, be lewd. and Okay. Um, well, nobody should be subjected to that. No. And it was when she brought up these complaints with other management, she was fired. Oh, really? Yeah. She was fired for complaining. Yeah. They, they told her it sucks. This is happening, but it's harder to replace the other girl than you. (laughs) So how do you like that one? Wow. I mean, there's gotta be how how many lawyers you think are lining up to go. I'll take this one. Yeah. (laughs) I'll take this one. Well, it's the same guy that is representing the three dancers that already put in the lawsuit. Uh, of course, yeah. And I, apparently Lizzo is planning to countersue them. Oh, my God. But uh, let me guess. Defamation. Yeah, something like that. That's, it's a defamation. Probably. I would never do such a thing. Yeah. But uh, the complainant has quoted as saying Lizzo's management was well aware of this pattern of behavior. And Lizzo's tour manager even requested the plaintiff to record Nomura without her knowledge which plaintiff did not uh, do as it was both unethical and possibly unlawful. But then uh, Stefan Friedman, Lizzo's spokesperson uh, responded to the suit with this statement saying, as Lizzo receives a humanitarian award tonight from the black music action coalition for her incredible work, as she has done to lift up all people, an ambulance chasing lawyer tries to sully this honor by recruiting someone to file a bogus, absurd publicity stunt lawsuit who wait for it. Never actually met or even spoke with Lizzo. Wow. We will pay this as much attention as it deserves. None ambulance chaser. What do you know? Yeah. Got a phone call coming in here tonight. It's uh, red Swenson. Oh. Hey red, you're live on the show. What's going on? Hey boys. What's going Just on? Uh, calling in to say hello. Hey, Hey, I uh I've been away for about a month, so I'm I'm a little behind on my uh my fandom power. That's okay, you can catch well, up. Well, nice of you to hang out with us tonight. <laughs> uh just wanted you you guys mentioned uh one of my favorite game shows at the top of the show, uh with uh, most extreme elimination challenge. MXC! Don't and uh interestingly, the uh venerable Japanese game show that that is based on is uh has just started a brand new season this year. Oh my god. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Takeshi's Castle got uh got renewed I think in April uh for a brand new season. So most of that stuff should be coming to Netflix at some point. I saw um now I don't know if it was this year or last year. God, maybe it was a little earlier older than that. There's like an American version that's hosted by uh John Cena. Oh, uh, it's essentially, yeah. I mean, Wipeout is essentially, yeah, uh, like a whole Americanized take on MXC, a little bit with, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah uh, John Cena and uh, it, what's her name, the Nailed It Lady, yeah, Nicole Byer. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like a more comedy version of the uh, American Ninja Warrior, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. The, the good, good, are... good, 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 good stuff. Interesting. <laughs> MXC, keep it. So, what do you call it again? It's Takeshi's Castle. It's Takeshi's Castle. Yes, that's oh, what it was. See, that's what it was. I never would have known that. 
I never would have known. Well, thank you for that. That's uh, just got a little educated tonight. Mm. <laughs> it's been ages since um, I've seen MXC, so you've been away. You said now. I ha- oh yeah. I, I want to know. Are you keeping up mm-hmm. with live action Star Wars television? I have just recently gotten caught up. So you are up to date with the current uh, uh, f- affair with Ahsoka. I am indeed. Excellent. Excellent. So will you be coming to our live first ever live ever watch party on uh, Tuesday, October 3rd? Uh, possibly. <laughs> no pressure. Just show up. I ch- don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to remind everybody of that later on tonight. We got a slide for that. But uh, while, while we're on the subject, yeah, Tuesday, October 3rd, we are right here. Fandom Power. We are live streaming the finale of Ahsoka. You do have to have your own Disney Plus oh, account. Jeez. It's that close already, right? Yeah. It is. We're only, uh, it's this week. Uh, this week is our last regular uh, review episode uh, next Sunday. And then uh, the following Tuesday, it's uh, game time. We're all going to hang out. And uh, and experience it as a tribe. And you're all invited. I think I can do that. <laughs> cool, man. Is there anything else um, you want to talk about? Yeah, just because I've been away, I, I, I'm sure you guys probably covered it, but um, the Netflix live action version of One Piece came out. I don't know what to make of this. August. I don't know what to make of it. I, I don't. I don't know anything about the anime, although I know that it's also on Netflix. Mm. And I've just heard that Jamie Lee Curtis is barking up like, hey, I want to be in this. Mm. I want to be in season two. Okay. So as as the resident anime fan, let, sure, let me be sure. the one to give you the, to the skinny on this. Sure. So this show is rapidly, the original uh, Japanese anime version of this show is on its way to chapter, I think, Almost at eleven hundred. Well, so twenty times twenty minute episodes. So wait, 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 wait. Eleven hundred times twenty episodes. Time eleven hundred episodes of twenty two minutes. Ah, eleven hundred episodes of animation. Okay, okay. like wow. So let me just let me do some math here. You're talking about like a week or more. Twenty twenty four thousand two hundred minutes. So that's 403, 403 hours of, of content. Uh, and let's just go one more. Uh, that's 16.8 days. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about two plus weeks. That's 24 hours a watching. day. So you can get through yeah. a month. In a month. Yeah. As long as it's, it's intense. Uh, now, I will say that there is a lot of filler in there in that there's a lot of stuff that was made for TV that never was in the original uh, manga. But yeah, yeah. it is the most popular manga and the most popular anime to ever have existed ever, period. Really? Even beyond Pokemon? Oh, beyond everything. Beyond a shadow of a really? doubt. This 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 thing has, was created by one dude, and now, what is it, 20-something years later, he's yeah. still writing it. Oh, wow. So that it is. It's It's got legs, man. Nice. Oh, yeah. Isn't that um, something? I, so, not knowing that, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm like, oh, this is a, the next the next Netflix adaptation of an anime, and it made me think of the other one that just got canceled. Um, yes so there have has been a lot of trash what was it the cowboy <laughs> the cowboy bebop uh cowboy yeah. cowboy bebop yeah yeah that was let, let's not speak <laughs> of the cowboy bebop adaptation <laughs> that bad huh <laughs> uh 
if dude, if you want to watch Bebop, watch Bebop. It, it is one of the best anime ever made. Okay. Um, but this One Piece adaptation did something that none of the rest of them did, and they went to the guy who's still writing it and yeah. was like, "Hey, man, we want to get your blessing on all of it." Oh, that's cool. So they've they've stayed more faithful than anyone. They've done they've done as much as they can to. They had to adapt some things away as you do, and they had to adapt some things in as you do. But they've what they've done is they've created the most faithful adaptation that anyone has ever seen. Isn't that something, right? And as 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 a resident anime fan, this 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 is impressive. I was never a One Piece fan before this. I never watched really? it. I never read it. So you, I decided I was going to watch this blind. Your gateway was the is the live action series. That's correct. Really? Now, are you, have you been motivated? Have you been motivated to go back now? I don't know that anything can motivate me to invest in 16 days worth of unending content. But nobody says you have to watch it like all at the same time. Yeah, you can space it out. Give it a shot. Yeah, but like, that's fair. That's fair. I I can tell you that I really enjoyed it. Well, I I did watch the trailer and I was interested in like the, 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 like, I'm going to be the king of the pirates. And I'm like, that's, that's a cool aspiration. And that, that kid's got a cool accent. I don't know what it is, but he's got, he speaks kind of weird and it's kind of cool. I'm, I'm kind of, I might be willing to give it a shot. Hmm. Well, the actor, uh, Inaki Godoy is, uh, Mexican. So I'm not oh, sure. Okay. What okay. He's so making, it but... could be, uh, Spanish with uh, something it could be else. some some type of spanish interesting yeah. interesting okay um but i can i can say that people who were fans of one piece love it uh yeah. the japanese yeah, yeah. fans of one piece love it which is telling uh I, and i, mean, can, I really enjoyed can it can we say that definitively though because like streamers hold their numbers pretty close to their chest yeah do we actually know what the watch numbers are in japan do we really know that i don't I don't know about numbers. I'm talking more about reactions. I've seen far more positive reactions than sure, negative, sure. which is, and honestly, there's the negative reactions are like, Oh, I got a little gripe about this. I really wish they did this. And it's, it's adaptation. Things, I've often so. wondered, and here's, this is not necessarily about uh, one piece or, or uh, any anime for that matter, but like, the number of anime fans in North America that like clamor to watch anime in its original Japanese and read the subtitles. I have to wonder <laughs> if the counterculture exists in Japan where they are clamoring to consume American or Western animation and reading English or Japanese subtitles, <laughs> watching it in I, its I, original I, English, right? Like, does this happen with things know. like Bugs Bunny or anything like that? I don't know. I, uh... I can tell you that there are some some anime where I watched a dub first sure. and I prefer the dub to the sub. Yeah. And there are some where I, I, I watched the sub first and I really don't like the way they dubbed it. Hmm. So yeah. it, it, it varies. It varies. Honestly, it depends on what the animation studio is that's doing the adaptation of, because they're only a hand. Part of the issue with a dub is that the, there's nuance in the Japanese language. So depending on who's doing the translating, right. You can get different interpretations of, of, of different lines. So I know like with some of the stuff yeah, that I'm into, that's, well. that's always been sort of this issue. It's like, no, no, it was, it was misinterpreted. 
well, there's also the stuff like with Sailor Moon where it's flat out redone because American audiences are not going to jive with some of the stuff that sure over yeah. in Japan, right? Same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> they did the same thing with Battle of the Planets. They took out all of the blood and guts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I mean, even with like uh, Voltron, when they we adapted it from uh, uh, Beast King Goliath, same thing. Let's take all of the the real violence, like the, the blood and guts out of it, and we'll tone it down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I honestly it it varies. Well, listen, it was cool. So, no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, you didn't cut me off at all. <laughs> it's cool to hear from you. Glad you're doing well. Yeah. And man. uh if that's it, man, we'll uh hopefully you catch that porch pirate. Seriously, catch your porch pirate. <laughs> Glitter bomb it's, that it's, bastard. Uh, we have cameras, but apparently they don't work. Oh good times. Right, I'll uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Eh? All right, man. Well, have a great night. Thanks for calling in. Cheers, boys. Take care. Bye. All right, man. Cool. Mm. Look at that. It worked. It did work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, number one fan, has called in more than anybody else. Has. So I guess we're on to our last slide of the night. We are. Is it that time again? It is that oh, time Oh, it's again. that time where Andy's out there in the aisles. He is hunting for all of you so you can save a few dollars. While toy hunting at Dollarama. Yep. What do you got, man? Uh, this week we've got Barba or Barbie Extra Mini Minis. Extra Mini Mini. Yeah, they extra are selling. Mini-mini. Yeah, they're basically little dolls and uh, of the Barbie line. Uh, they're selling for five bucks, but they're retailing for nine ninety nine. That's all right. So you're saving about half. That's all right. It was. Would this be like? Oh, it's, it's in that cutesy style. It is. It's, I feel like it's this is like the, an LOL size doll. I was going to say it's like a mini Bratz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is the doll that Barbie would carry. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's like a little sister friend or something. With a giant head. Yeah. But again, (laughs) you can swap your accessories and whatnot. So. And then what do we got? Uh, The other thing we've got this week, uh, Playmobil Scooby-Doo season two. How did we get Scooby-Doo in here twice in one episode? I don't know. Did you know that was happening? Of course you did. That's amazing. There's Frank Welker right there with looks like a samurai hat on. Yeah. And he comes with like some crazy sword thing, but uh, they're selling for three bucks at Dollarama and they're going anywhere between five and 11. And these are blind bag. They, they yes and no. Uh, there are codes on the back. And if you've managed well, to discern the codes you and get yourself, I mean, a set of nothing 12. is blind bag after the people get the codes. No. Then it usually doesn't take very long. All I need is uh, shaggy and uh, the ghost of McCoy. Really? So I'm so wait, wait, wait. Are they basing these on the 13 ghosts? Uh, I would say yes and no. Uh, because the first series of them was based on like the 60s ghosts. So you had your abominable snowman, uh, the deep sea diver, yeah, uh, the electric guy. <laughs> That's cool. But this That's one, cool. They're a bit more updated to some of the more recent series, but Playmobil has been doing some pretty interesting licensed stuff. I mean, they did, they did uh, the mystery machine. Yes. Um, and we've, we've done the mystery machine, a team, uh, one of the DeLorean time machine, the DeLorean, yeah, so done a 007 Bentley. I think it was, they did ghostbusters too. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Playmobil, not afraid to take chances No, and far more affordable than Lego. Yes. Minus the build part of it, but hey. Well. They come in pieces, so you still they do. Assemble. Yeah, you still have to assemble them, but it's and swap out parts to other yeah, figures yeah, and make your right. own weird creations. I mean, I think Shaggy should take the samurai helmet, <laughs> <laughs> like Zoinks. Yep. But 
that's all I got for tonight. That's awesome. Well, so, what, a great, uh, what a great way to, what a great note to land on. Yeah. To end on. But uh, before we go. One more. We got one more bonus slide. Well, we should talk about next Tuesday. All right, let's do it. Yeah, we are going to forego random fandom next Tuesday. Uh, as I was saying to Red, uh, we are hosting our first ever live watch party. We are going to watch the uh, Ahsoka uh, season finale. It's uh, live here at 9 p.m. Now, Andy and I will be here at about 8.30 p.m. Uh, getting early, getting warmed up with the popcorn and maybe some beverages and stuff just to kind of uh, set the mood and uh, get some pre-show chat out of the way about how everyone's feeling. And then uh, just be before, nervous. just at nine o'clock, we'll, uh, we'll all hit the refresh button together. All of a countdown timer made. Uh, so we have, uh, we can all do our refreshes and start the episode together. Way, and then nobody's uh, left behind. Yeah. And then once the show wraps up, we're going to hang around probably for, I don't know, 30 minutes, maybe a little longer, depending on how the, the, the post show chit chat goes. And we'll kind of unpack some of the stuff that we saw and hopefully it'll be a great time. Mm-hmm. And like I said to red, everybody, you're all invited. So, uh, come hang out with us again, uh, next Tuesday, you will have to have your own Disney plus account to watch the show with us as we will not be retransmitting the show. That'll get us shut down. Yeah. We tried that once before, uh, internally and <laughs> did not uh-uh, go well. Uh-uh. Don't do that. The mouse is watching. <laughs> uh, otherwise that's it. Uh, do come back, uh, next sunday or rather this sunday coming as we uh unpack episode seven seven of title to be revealed in one one hour hour. (laughs) in one hour from now otherwise we'll see you then uh if not we'll see you in a couple of weeks when we get back to the the usual uh random fandom fair um certainly in the next two weeks there'll be lots more headlines for us to chew on maybe the the actors will have sorted their stuff out hopefully we'll have some more positive news for you until then everybody for fandom power My name is Wes. I'm Andy. And we shall see you on the next one. Bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.